Warning, the podcast you're about to hear has a unique conservative perspective and may be politically incorrect, containing some controversy in its message. This episode may speak out against liberalism, socialism, the dark state, and religious organizations. It is possible that evil in politics, education, law, society, and religion will be discussed and exposed. However, we believe this podcast adds truth and value to a mature, disenfranchised audience who may be tired of apostate religions and wicked world systems. Listeners who are easily offended, overly sensitive, or have progressive leanings sympathetic to the topics we expose should be forewarned not to listen any further. We thank both those who choose to listen as well as those who choose not to listen. You've been warned. And now, let us get on with the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Freedom Friday. It's Freedom Friday on Saturday, November 26, 2016. Uh-huh. I like it. I like it. It's Freedom Friday, but on Saturday. So it's kind of like... I the day know, after. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, wow. And it's kind of cool because I uh, woke up this morning, found out that Fidel Castro has passed into eternal judgment. Yes. Ha! Commie. Communist. But they're making him into a hero, which is really annoying. That's amazing. All the global leaders, I shouldn't say all, but the ones I read about, including Obozo. Oh, yeah, that's a give me. What a goofy guy. What a big-eared goofy guy. Comes out there, the Pope, right? Now, isn't, isn't, or wasn't Fidel Castro, was he not an atheist? I think he was an atheist. He's He's a socialist, communist but according to the the Pope, if you don't break again, if you don't go against your conscience, oh yeah, you're, you're good. Okay, you're good. So here's here's the 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 world leader of Catholicism that shows you how irrelevant the Catholic Church is today. The global leader, the Pope, crying the demise of a tyrannical, murderous commie. Uh, it's amazing. Um, the only guy that I uh, heard he tweeted right off the bat was Trump and he goes uh, Castro's dead exclamation point now he'll get in trouble for that oh of course totally insensitive um, uh, Rubio Rubio mm-hmm. and Ted Cruz Marcos mm-hmm. uh, Marco Marcos Marco Rubio and Ted Cruz both came out and said yeah this guy is a punk because yeah. they're both Cuban they know and the people the- are excited happy celebrating yeah. the death of this guy and it seems like only the common people uh-huh. or the people who actually came from that uh, hellhole mm-hmm. uh know what he did but these other goofies yeah they have no idea amazing oh they're amazing. not they're not affected by his evil so no but yeah. anyway fidel's dead and um he is waiting eternal judgment that's right that's a yeah, sad. Yeah, he thought this was bad. Yeah, it's a sad thing for a human it's to horrible. reject their god, their creator. Anyway, so that's one less comedy, comedy, comedy. That is. A they comedy. are clowns. <laughs> clowns. Okay, I know you have a beautiful, heartwarming scripture for everybody. Well, After that rousing introduction, I just sure, did. sure, yes. sure, sure. Well, I'm going to read Proverbs five, and I'm going to go through verses one through thirteen, and then I'm going to omit fourteen through twenty, and then re- and then go back to twenty one to twenty three. Sounds cool. So, if you want to read the whole proverb, go ahead, but I'm not going to. Um, okay, 
My son, attend unto my wisdom, and bow thy ear to my understanding, that thou mayest regard discretion, and that thy lips may keep knowledge. For the lips of a strange woman, you know, think about um, the harlot Jezebel, drop as a honeycomb, and her mouth is smoother than oil. But her end is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet to go, go down to death, her steps take hold on hell. Lest thou shouldest ponder the path of her life, her ways are immovable, that thou canst not know them. Hear me now, therefore, O ye children, and depart not from thy words of my mouth. Remove thy way far from her, and come not nigh the door of her house. Lest thou give thine honor unto others, and thy years unto the cruel. Lest strangers be filled with thy wealth, and thy labors be in the house of a stranger. And thou mourn at the last, when thy flesh and thy body are consumed and say how I have hated instruction and my heart despised reproof and have not obeyed the voice of my teachers nor inclined mine ear to them that instructed me. Basically you're cursed. Okay. Yeah. It's a sad state of affairs. And now I'm going to go to, um, verse 21 and says for the ways of man are before the eyes of the Lord and he ponders all his goings. His own iniquity shall take the wicked himself, and he shall be holden with the cords of his sins. He shall die without instruction, and in the greatness of his folly he shall go astray. And doesn't that sound like Castro? Mm-hmm. In the greatness of his folly. Mm-hmm. He, and it's not just because he was a communist or a socialist or a dictator or a no. murderer. It was because he served the wrong God. He served Lucifer. And he rejected Yahweh. Exactly. So it doesn't matter if he's Fidel Castro or Johnny Rotten down the street. It doesn't matter. There's only, it's black and white. There's only one way. Mm-hmm. And if you don't follow that correct way, it's over. It's yep. over. And uh, that's been preached for centuries now. So there's really no excuse. Man has no excuse. No human has any excuse. Mm-mm. It's been preached all over. All over. Right. All right. The title of this Freedom Friday hour is going to be Earth. Earth. Alien infested rock. And why do I call it that? Because it is. It's infested by aliens, demonic forces, entities that are seen and unseen, spiritual wickedness in high places, principalities in the heavens and the skies, the firmament. Mm -hmm. That's where they reside. The rulers of darkness. The rulers of darkness. It's their planet. This is their planet. We are born into their dimension. As soon as we're born into these bodies, we're in this prison planet. It wasn't intended to be that way. That happened in Genesis 3.15 after the fall. We live in a fallen world, folks. Mm -hmm. There's only one way out. That's what we're saying. There's only one way out. And that's through Jesus Christ. Yes. Because something is definitely, definitely wrong here. Now, there's those that are still asleep. They slumber and they just go through life thinking this is it. And they're sheeple. There's other people that have awakened and there's different degrees of being awake. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's people that are not even Christians that have awakened and they know something's wrong. Mm-hmm. They just need to turn that corner and find Christ. Right. And when I say Christ, I mean Messiah, the Savior. He's God made flesh. Mm-hmm. 
the God, the creator God, the almighty became flesh to redeem us from this prison planet. It's that simple. It really is that simple. It's not that complex. It's not a religion. Mm-mm. It's faith. It's not a religion. It's not a Christian religion. It's faith. Right. But we're on an alien infested rock, a demon infested rock. It's aliens are not from Mars, Alpha Centauri, whatever. They're they're here. Yep. They're here. There's a hierarchy. There's fallen angels. They rule the place. You got to look around. And know that something is definitely, definitely wrong. Mm-hmm. Globally. But here in America, especially after these recent elections, you do have people who have a lot of trust in Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Donald J. <clears throat> DJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then others who don't. They say you have a divided America. But something is wrong. I can't tell you what it is. I can't put my finger on it, but something just doesn't seem right. No. Mm-hmm. It still feels like we're being played and being manipulated through a reality TV show. Mm-hmm. It still feels that way. And it's felt Definitely. like that since the beginning. And it's odd. This this war between the media and with DJ Trump. We watched somebody, I forgot who it was. Uh, It was Hannity. And Hannity went back uh, in time with video showing how the media was against Trump. And he went back to 2011. Right. Mm -hmm. They were making fun of him back in 2011. And it struck us. Now that is odd. This is not a new phenomenon. This is something that's been going on at least till 2011. Mm-hmm. But yet Trump was one of them. Is he not a New York elite? Was he not a Democrat? Did he not donate millions of dollars to Democratic funds, including Hillary's right. senator uh, election campaign? Mm-hmm. He was one of them. Was he not on television himself mm-hmm. with a very successful reality show? And yet, this this hatred with him goes back to at least twenty eleven. Right. More, I when it comes to his presidency, so something is not right, mm-hmm. and I don't know what it is. I have I've quit having these, but I would say all for the last two weeks, for the past two weeks, I've been having these weird political dreams. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, since when, the full moon or the you know that big moon thing. Yes, since the super moon. Thank yeah, you, super moon. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yes, since that for two weeks, I've had these political dreams unfortunately when i wake up i don't remember the detail but they're um they're dreams about politics and about what's going on and it's um it's it's like i can't i don't know what the answer is but mm-hmm. i all i can tell you is something's not right mm-hmm. it's the world as as we see it is not what it is that's all i can tell you there's something there's, there's a darker hidden agenda behind all of this so we can't really put our faith and our hope in this new presidency. Something isn't right. It's not what you think it is. Yeah, there's something wrong. Now, there are those uh, out there in the YouTube world, and they're very um, 
they're successful. I mean, as far as like a lot of subscribers and stuff. And at least one gentleman absolutely believes that Obama is the Antichrist. And he goes through mm-hmm. great lengths to, to prove that, mm-hmm. that uh, Obama is the Antichrist and that he's not going anywhere and that Donald Trump will never get inaugurated. Right. Um, he actually goes so far as to predict, and I'm not going to use the word prophesy, Mm-mm. but to predict uh, the nuclear destruction of the East Coast before January 20th that would prevent uh, the inauguration. Obama would stay in office. And he absolutely believes this is the Antichrist and it's the end. I'm not saying he's wrong and I'm not saying he's right. I don't, that's beyond my pay grade. I, you know, I don't pretend I'm arrogant, but I'm not that arrogant to pretend that I know what's going to happen in the future. Um, but something, something's just not, just does not sit correctly. Mm-hmm. It just is not normal. Mm-hmm. This is not normal human behavior. So anyway, we you are, smell the cheese, but you don't know where the cheese is. <laughs> exactly. Like I smell the rat that has the cheese. <laughs> so it's an alien infested rock, folks. It really is. It's God did not create it this way. God created us as spiritual like beings to worship him and obey him, to have all the promises and the good. In Hebrew, it's tob, T-O-B, tob, the good. But we, as humanity, elected to have our own tobe. We wanted more than what God's tobe was, and we wanted our tobe with the evil. Mm-hmm. We wanted the good and the evil. So our eyes would be open so we would be like Elohim as the gods, knowing the difference between good and evil. That was our fall. And when we fall, we've been in a fallen state ever since. Ever since. This is not the planet. This is not society that God had created. Mm-hmm. This is a satanic society. It always has been. Of deception and illusion. And that's why we need faith. And that's why the righteous shall live by faith, because you can't depend on anything that this world is showing you. You can't depend on your senses, so you have to depend on faith, the Word of God, what God's Word says. That's our ultimate authority. That's an outstanding, standing point. Bing, 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 bing. That that really is good, because you started off that comment, it's an illusion. Mm -hmm. It is illusion. It is deception. Satan was a liar from the start. What's lying? It's deceiving, manipulating. Christ also, when he was talking to the the Pharisees, and he says, you're like your father who was a liar and a murderer from the start. Jesus was not referring to Cain. No. The, the serpent seed folks who, who uh, follow the line of Cain, which, by the way, was destroyed in a flood, but anyway, the serpent seed folks use that scripture to say Jesus was talking to the Pharisees. You're like your father, the devil, mm-hmm. who was a murderer and or who's a liar and a murderer because they say Cain was the first murderer. Cain was not the first murderer. Mm-mm. The serpent was. That's right. Who did he murder? Us. Mm-hmm. He murdered every human Humanity. born into mm-hmm. this flesh suit. We die. God said. 
if you eat of the tree, if you if you open your eyes to good and evil, you want the more good than I supply. You want the other tobe, the other blessing. You're gonna die. Mm-hmm. And the serpent said, "Oh, you won't die. You're gonna have this good and this this evil. Your eyes will be open." He murdered us. Mm-hmm. He's the first murderer, not Cain. Cain was just following his serpent seed nature. Mm-hmm. Satan is the first murderer. And every day that people die, they're murdered by the satanic realm. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. It's not the way God created it. This is a prison planet. It's alien infested. They didn't come from Mars. They didn't just come in 1945 with Roswell, New Mexico. They've always been here. This is their planet. This is their prison planet. This is their dimension. Mm-hmm. We're born into that. And there's only one way out. God has provided a redemption for that. It's that simple. It's not hard. Mm-hmm. It's not hard. But yet it's so small. That gate is so little. Few, not many, few, little, very, very minute amount of people find it. Amen. And that's some sad stuff. Fidel Castro didn't find it. Mm-mm. He took the Broadway. He took the Broadway. So, thank you. Good night. <laughs> All right. Our first story is? Uh, I just, I don't know. <laughs> get to preaching. I, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just the way it is. Yes. Amen. Yep. 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 I mean, come on. You want fake news or you want real news? Real news. We you want, want, you want it told to you. Yeah. You want the straight scoop or you want me yeah. to, to coddle, to coddle people and tell them that it's okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. It's not going to be okay. Nope. We are run by a very dark, dark entity or entities. That's right. We're their food, man. Or the people without Christ are. I'm telling you, there's hope. You without, without Messiah, there's no hope. You get you get to just born and 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 live, you work, you have kids, you struggle, then you get old, and then you have health problems, and then you you crank out. It, it, really, that's it? No. There's only hope. And this hope is an eternal, is to go back to the existence we had before the lying and murderous serpent. That's right. And that could be achieved. It could be achieved. Even here. That's right. Life more abundantly. Praise the Lord. Okay, speaking of aliens, here's why I want to talk about this particular story. Because not so much about what happened but the reaction to what happened and how so many people are manipulated mentally through the movies mm. and yeah. through stories That's that they, they now brainwashes they're know. brainwashed and now they believe it's true this to me is absolutely ridiculous the reaction to this but it's a lot like killer clowns last month there was I don't know. I don't know if it was just the millennial generation that was afraid of killer clowns, or if there were older people. But it seemed like most of the people were afraid of killer clowns that were using Twitter and things like that, which mm-hmm. are usually younger people. 
It's sad. That's sad. Mm-hmm. And this story is like the same thing. There was a Florida fireball. It was so massive. It blazed through the skies. And uh, there's we have this up on our Facebook page. It's scary. Book media. It's big. Mm-hmm. It was a big ball of light. Um, but most people described it like they've never seen anything like that before. It was huge. I'm not going to argue with people whether it was a meteor or not. Or I could care less. It's the reaction yep. that I care about. It was a very bright meteor. People started calling the police in fear. Do you think, this, let me ask you this question. If, if you were standing outside or you're driving your car and your dash cam, because I know you all have dash cams. Um, <laughs> we have a dash cam. Mm-hmm. You're driving through your car and you see this big, bright, meteor coming through the sky and it flashes and then you hear a boom do would you more than likely think holy cow that was a space rock and if that thing hits or you know breaks up or whatever it's going to do it could do some damage right right i mean would you think that because logically through the past and science, there are things called meteorites, meteors, um, that come through our atmosphere. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. How many alien invasions have we had that could be documented scientifically and historically? Alien invasions from outer space? None. Yet, when this fireball was spotted in Florida, people called the police they got on Twitter, they were panicked because they said it was an alien invasion. invasion. Mm-hmm. The point I want to make is how did they get to that consensus? Movies. 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 They and watched games, I'm sure. The Books. whole bit. Books. I wish my... Um, my audio hijack software was working. I would play that song from Van Halen back in the eighties called love comes walking in. Uh, those who are, um, old metal heads might remember this album 5150 by Van Halen in the eighties. There was this beautiful song on there that, uh, we, we used to like it. It was oh, our song. I know. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. great song called, uh, love comes walking in. I wish I could play it written by all the Van Halen guys. And, um, listen to it for years it was kind of cool it's about a song it's about a love song about hey you're you know you're unexpecting it and love just comes walking in into your sleep and pulls your strings and you know it's cool you know you're in love well i don't know how oh that's what i was i was messing around with with amazon prime Mm -hmm. and i was (laughs) i was messing around with some music and uh van halen that album popped up and i go man i haven't heard that in you know 30 years so i um I started playing it and I listened to the words of the song and went, what, what? And, and I started reading it. And then I read the lyrics of the song. The whole song is about aliens. Mm-hmm. It's about, um, lo- uh, like an alien. It's like a goddess. She comes in and pulls your strings. Love comes walking in. That's the only refrain that talks about love. But the whole song is about light mm-hmm. and beans of light and how they come into your sleep. <laughs> and 
it's about alien invasion of your body. I'll read some of it. Oh. It says, contact is all it takes to change your life to lose your place in time. Contact, asleep or awake, coming around you may wake up to find questions deep within your eyes now more than ever you realize. So is that that Gnosticism, right? Mm-hmm. And then you sense a change. Nothing feels the same. All your dreams are strange. Love comes walking in. Yeah, because you got demon possessed. Exactly. Some kind of alien... Uh, Waits for the opening, then simply pulls a string. Oh my gosh. Another world, some other time, you lay your sanity on the line. Familiar faces, familiar sights. Reach back, remember, with all your might. Oh, there she stands in a silken gown, silver light shining down. So when you sense a change, nothing feels the same. All your dreams are strange. Lumps comes walking in. And it keeps going on. Man, those lyrics. And see, for 30 years, I never knew what it said. All I heard was the refrain, Love Comes Walking In. It was a love song. And then there's this, Oh, sleep and dream is all I crave. I travel far across the Milky Way. To my master, I become a slave. Till we meet again some other day. Where silence speaks as loud as war, Earth returns to what it was before. <laughs> Oh, I just got chills. Uh, yeah, see, now that's the that's alien nasty. invasion. Thank you for finding that. Nasty, that's nasty. great. Yeah, I, I would have loved to play that song than the lyrics, but you you read the lyrics. Folks, it's all about a personal alien invasion. It was The song was written by Van Halen in the 80s off their 5150 album. Mm-hmm. A beautiful love song. Um, one of their slower type of songs. But you read the lyrics and it's all about alien invasion of your body. It's demonic possession. Yep. Okay, so... Having said that, this has been going on for a long time. The other day, we went and rented uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind because we haven't seen that in 30 or 40 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just to see what that movie was about, what it said. Of course, it talked about, you know, the you know they're here to help or blah, 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 blah. It's been going on through the media and movies for years and years, the desensitization of the alien invasion. So when these folks in Florida saw this bright ball in the sky, they're reporting that they're terrified of an alien invasion, not a meteor, not a rock hitting the planet, Mm -hmm. which is more likely, but an alien invasion. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. Uh, Well, that just goes to show you that we are being educated and desensitized through the media. Yeah. Whatever form. Yes. And that's, yeah, that's the point. So if it's, if this was just, um, you know, one, one particular story Mm -hmm. and the people thought they were aliens, can you imagine all the other stuff Mm -hmm. that they're doing then? Anyway. Okay. uh, Let's talk about this. This this guy do do everybody remember back in August it was August fifteenth in Florida once again there was this couple and they were um, he was fifty eight and she was in her fifties too mm-hmm. and they used to sit out in their garage right you know and just relax mm-hmm. we have a community like that where people sit outside and just yeah, relax everybody kind of knows one another and yeah kind of walk the neighborhood and you stop and you chit chat yeah you talk to your neighbors and stuff well this this couple. Uh, was known to do that. Right. Well, unbeknownst to them, a mile or so away, a family was having dinner with their 19-year-old son, who was a graduate of the University of Florida, didn't have a history of mental illness, uh, anything like that. And they were having dinner with him, 
Uh, and the son started acting strange mm-hmm. during dinner and acting um, uh, delusional kind of a thing. Right, like he had schizophrenia or yeah. something. And so uh, he got up and left the dinner table. He left the restaurant and started walking. The mother called the police and she reported that her son was acting strange, like he was schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. The dispatcher says, does he have a history of mental illness? And she said, no, he's mm-hmm. just acting, started acting strange and delusional. And he's, she's worried about him because he's on foot now walking. That was the 9-11 call. So this guy, the 19-year-old kid who um, was feeling weird at this restaurant, walked to this neighborhood, was in this neighborhood, Mm -hmm. found this couple who were just sitting in their garage having a couple of cocktails, and he went in there and he brutally murdered both of them. I mean, he stabbed this guy uh, 14 times with a corkscrew. There was a switchblade knife. Uh, he killed the woman. He brutally, it was a bloodbath. Mm-hmm. And uh, a neighbor heard screaming. The neighbor ran over to help. This 19-year-old kid stabbed this neighbor yep. in the back. The neighbor ran back into the house. And when the police got there, they found the uh, 19-year-old guy Eating, literally eating the face of the man, of the victim. Mm. He was cannibalizing him. Now, this happened in August August 15th, 2016. We reported it here on Freedom Friday. We talked about it. And of course, you're in Florida. There are zombies in cannibalistic attacks. It's not um, unheard of in mm. Florida. And it's usually due to flaca or some other kind of weird uh, drug that causes hallucinations, PCP right. and flaca and, um, you know, spice and all that stuff. Well, today we want to tell you that the FBI returned the test results on Austin Haruf. He's the 19 year old demoniac who killed these two people and ate the guy's face. Mm. And guess what? Absolutely no drugs in his system at all. Or alcohol, right? Yeah. None. Mm-hmm. None. That's scary. That is very scary. Because mentally, you want to uh, be able to justify it mm-hmm. by saying this guy's whacked out on drugs, alcohol, or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's he's a mental patient. He's right. always been mental. Um you want to justify that. You're looking for a reason yes. that makes sense. Yes. But now, there's none. Mm-mm. It's kind of like the um, the Colorado theater, James Holmes, right. mm-hmm. who killed uh, those people in Colorado in the theater. And then you find out this guy was, a, what, a physics major? Or sure. PhD. Uh, smart. Candidate, yeah. With no history of anything. So they lock him up and say, we'll never mention his name again. And you never hear from him again. No. You want to make sense out of it. Mm-hmm. Same thing with this guy. You want to make sense out of it. You can't. No one will. Here's why. The guy was alien infested. The guy is a flesh suit. Mm-hmm. And when the demons took over, they had more power 
And this young man, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. we we don't know the background, what he was doing or how he opened up or whatever. And they literally took over his body. That's right. And they ate another human that's Mm -hmm. it's indicative of demonic it's total possession yeah Mm -hmm. so they found absolutely no uh, traces of either bath salts or flaca in the system and the report was like one of dozens on the case they they, uh, released interviews of the gruesome and bloody attack fatal stabbings of these two people um. Obviously, the guy's attorney. You know, his attorneys are saying he doesn't have any drugs in his system. Um, <laughs> you know, so he's he's mental is what they're trying to go. They're trying to go with the mental thing. Mm-hmm. Well, he is mental now, but when he was eating dinner that night, he didn't have any history of schizophrenia or <laughs> mental illness. No, he went to university. He was mm-hmm. smart enough to graduate. Strange. Very strange. Strange. But you know, there's so many different ways to open these portals. And of course, we ha- we can't forget that CERN has opened up a big portal. Too. I think I think you're right. There's you know? because it's beyond it's beyond human control now. It's beyond them resisting it or saying yes. Or, they just get hit and just start doing weird stuff. Mm-hmm. And then when you t- when you get a little bit of their interviews, they're they're like, I, I, it was like a dream to them or something. They had no idea. They they couldn't control it. Reminds me of my dream that I had last night. I was walking in public, and there were people around me and stuff. And in my dream, I was a Christian. Mm-hmm. And as I got around other people, it was like their demons would kind of like bounce off onto me, and I would lose power. I would lose life, like, and my you know I would get like jelly legs, and I couldn't walk. Yeah. And it's like Lord. Help me, and Lord said, "I have you have the the authority and the power over these demons." So I would um, use the name of Jesus, and I would you know um, rebuke, renounce, reject these things, and they would come off my body, and I was able to walk again. And then just as I'm walking like three steps normal, something else would hit me and would give me Jimmy legs. It's like, mm. and I remember telling the Lord, "It's just so hard." But the the understanding that I got was that. There is so much demonic infestation here that, you know, you're getting bombarded with all these influences, all these demons and these evils. But as a Christian that is walking in the spirit, we have the power and the authority to um, get rid of these things Mm -hmm. is basically what it is. Where these people that do not, they're powerless and they will succumb to these, these entities and do these kind of things. An outstanding point. It was like the other day, you know, when I was watching that uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind or whatever, and there were, you know, this, this big giant mothership comes up and bloop, 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 you know, and all that stuff. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, gosh, you know, can you imagine if they knew that I have authority over these things? Mm-hmm. <laughs> can you imagine all those scientists and all those. You know, uh, Area 51 and all the government. You, do you know that I have authority over all those aliens through the Lord Jesus Christ? And I can command them to stop and cease. Mm-hmm. I can cast them out of a body. That's right. I could send them into the, the wilderness or to the lake or to the pit. Or I like to bury them in the deserts of Dubai. Can you imagine if they knew that? Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> screw, you know, screw that alien technology. Mm-hmm. You have you have the Almighty God, whose name is above every principality and rulers and powers. Absolutely. So it's it's quite incredible. Um, and about your dream, you know, about that bouncing back and mm-hmm. forth, and you're just—I think it's a very prophetic dream where you're just living in a world where it's just all around you, but you can It's tiresome. It is. But you can, you can, you can plug through, not by your own power, mm-hmm. not by your own might, obviously. Oh, no. You know. Well, let me get back to Haruf here. Um, about the the night that he attacked these two people. Uh, it was a bloodbath. Like I said, they found a switchblade knife, and scissors, and uh, a wine bottle opener dripping with blood. Uh, he was the guy was sliced fourteen times, including four stab wounds to his chest and penetrated to his lungs. So this was and this was unprovoked. This was mm-hmm. just a random. They just happened to be there. Yes, with this guy. So this goes beyond. This goes beyond normal human behavior. That's what yeah, I'm trying to emphasize here. There was bite marks on the guy. Obviously, he was eating his face. But here's what, here's what's interesting: when um, when the guy was um, was was he was he was arrested, they handcuffed him, and deputies were talking to Haruf, the nineteen year old, the the suspect. And you know what he told him? He says, "I ate something bad." And when they asked him what, of course, you're thinking mushrooms or, mm-hmm. you know, LSD. When they asked him what, he said, humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Humans. I ate Nasty. something bad. Humans. So, like, he knew something wasn't right. Mm-hmm. The neighbor that went there and tried to help and he got stabbed. Mm-hmm. He, this is interesting because after he got stabbed in the back, now this could be natural causes. And everything, but this was interesting. He went back to his house, and he had to lay down on the tile. He says because he got really dizzy, yeah, really dizzy. It's like that demonic vertigo. Mm-hmm. And then he says something interesting. He says whether it was reality or my own figment of my imagination, he told investigators that um, in viewing the the bloodbath, mm-hmm. he didn't know if it was real or not. Yeah, Isn't that something. Yeah, wow. Very demonic. Um, and speaking of bath salts and flaca, world leaders call for legislation of drugs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These guys are idiots. Now, why did why would why would they want that? To dumb us down. Keep the sheeple. To keep us passive, non-thinking. From fighting back mentally, politically, physically. You just become stupid, stupid, stupid sheep. Dumb, 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 dumb animals. I've been saying this for years. You watch society just de-evolve. Mm-hmm. We are getting dumb. We just It's amazing how stupid. Even with all this technology, it's phony technology. It does nothing for us. Um, world leaders have called for an end to the criminalization of drugs. Who are these world leaders, Ms. Kapow? They're the Global Commission on Drug Policy. Mm-hmm. Never heard of them. They advocate the removal of both civil and criminal penalties for drug use and possession. See, apparently they didn't read this um, this story I just read to you where the authorities at first thought the face eater cannibal zombie guy was on Flocka. Mm-hmm. 
they didn't read that story. No. Because to them, drugs are harmless. It says prohibition of drugs has had little or no impact on the rate of drug use, the report says. The number of drug users increasing by almost 20% from 2006 to 2014. Uh, The Global Commission on Drug Policy Panel includes former UN Secretary General Kofi Annan, a British businessman, Richard Branson, and the former presidents of Switzerland, Colombia, Mexico, and Brazil. (laughs) God, night. The report warns prohibition of drugs fuels mass incarceration and executions. Well, not here in the United States. I don't think anybody's been killed for using drugs. Usually, they're they're executed for the crime they did while on drugs. So anyway, it's a human rights abuse. Mm -hmm. It cites examples of successful decriminalization policies in Portugal. Uh, which has replaced criminal sanctions for drug use with civil penalties and health interventions. Interventions. So you can use all the drugs you want. It's not criminal. To just be civil problems, and then everybody else could pay for your medical bills because you're whacked out on dope and you're you're mentally insane. That's I right. think that's a good program. <clears throat> My program would be if you want to use dope, go ahead. I don't care. I don't care how much dope you use. Go to Cuba. Go on a little island. We'll build a big wall. We'll have Trump build another wall. Mm-hmm. And you can use all the dope you want. But stay away from me. Yeah. We'll call it Zombieville. <laughs> yeah. Eat each other's face. Live in peace. Utopia. Whatever you want. But I don't want you coming through my back door stealing my stuff so you can uh, do your uh, dope habit mm-hmm. or crashing into me with your car. No. No. The committee also denounces the barbaric actions of Filipino President Rodrigo Durante. Uh, and, you know, he's he had his people go out there and start uh, killing, killing drug dealers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After years of denouncing the dramatic effects of prohibition and the criminalization of people that do no harm but use drugs on the society as a whole, it is time to highlight the benefits of well-designed and well-implemented good people-centered drug policies. And um, that was said by former Swiss President Ruth Drufus. He's the chair of the Global Commission on Drug Policy, sent a statement. Now, I'll tell you what, Ruth. You could do that in your country, and you could, everybody can, that's on this commission could do it in their country. Just stay out of my, stay out of my uh, land. Get out of here. I mean, what the, what is, what the heck? Right? Mm-hmm. Last week, British Medical Journal called the legislation of illicit drugs for the first time. Prohibition laws have failed to curb either supply or demand, reduce addiction, cut violence, or reduce profits for organized crime. The so-called war on drugs has failed. So they want to legalize it globally, mm-hmm. globally. Yeah. I have a quote that they have on their website. It says, states must end all penalties, both criminal and civil, for drug possession for personal use and the cultivation of drugs for personal consumption and implement alternatives to punishment for all low-level, nonviolent actors in the drug trade. It's always the same rhetoric. It's just like all this legalization of marijuana. It's low-level. They don't do anything. Blah, 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 blah. I worked narcotics for years. I personally, I personally worked narcotic enforcement for years, both in the city of Long Beach. I also worked with the DEA for a while and the city of Riverside. Drugs harm society. Mm -hmm. People who are sober aren't the one breaking into your house to steal your stuff. 
People that use drugs are the ones that break in your house to steal your stuff. That's right. People that are sober don't carjack you for your car. People that are sober don't just cut your head off or shoot you. People on drugs do that. Right. These people are foolish. I've been totally against the legalization of marijuana. You want to smoke dope? Fine. Herb, all you want. Plus, it's not the regular marijuana that it used to be. It's not the marijuana your grandfather grew in the backyard. Mm-hmm. This stuff is all synthetic. It's chemically laced like everything else. It's GMO'd. It just makes people stupid. I'm just thinking of ways like, God, if everybody gets really stupid, neural and dope, how am I going to make a bunch of money off of them? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. But it's not only that. But, you know, once they, the government regulates it and whatnot, it's not the same pure drug no cannabis right it's just like what they did with cigarettes people long time ago used to smoke and never got cancer you know what i mean because mm-hmm. it wasn't, now, wasn't laced with uh yeah nuclear, chemicals and stuff yeah it's different cigarettes are different than they were back then it's crazy so how are we going to make money off the zombies man offer them zombie retreats smoked open zombie retreats i'm just kidding about making money off them folks you know you know you know I'm just kidding. Don't get upset. Uh, bus driver. <sighs> bus driver asked kids if they were, quote, ready to die before he crashed the bus on purpose. Yeah. And, and killed. killed five kids. It's horrible. Look at folks. Have you seen this guy's picture? His name is Johnthony Walker. Johnthony. Okay. J O H N. T-H-O-N-Y. It's a combination between John and Anthony. <laughs> Johnthony Walker. He looks like Snoop Dogg's little brother. Yeah. I mean, he me. doesn't he look just like Snoop Dogg? Yep. Same face. Everything. Snoop Dogg was an insane crip from Long Beach. Insane no brain. Right? right. This guy, well, he has the look of a thug. I don't know if he is a thug, but he looks like a thug. Some rocket scientists over there in uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee, decided to hire this guy as a bus driver for little kids. Mm-hmm. So Snoop Dogg here, he was driving behind the wheel of a Tennessee school bus. He killed five kids. Yep. Oh, that's awful. He asked the kids before the crash, are you ready to die? As he sped along a Chattanooga road. Jonathan E. Walker posed the chilling question seconds before the bus slammed into a telephone pole and a tree. One mother uh, had three kids aboard the vehicle, and one of those three kids was killed. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Wow. Uh, he was going well above the 30 mile per hour speed limit. He had 35 kids on board. They were ranged from five to 10 year olds. Wow. Uh, He was driving him home from Woodmore Elementary School. He crashed on a narrow road about a mile from the school. One student that survived, he told uh, in an interview, he said the driver wasn't paying attention and was going real fast. Mm -mm. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? Now, one thing they're not saying is that this may be racially motivated. And of course, they wouldn't say it. Of course not. But this guy looks like Snoop Dogg. He looks like a thug. And I just wonder if those kids, being little white kids, that he may have 
uh, racially uh, wanted to kill them because that's going on a lot. A lot. It yeah. doesn't say that. That's my speculation. Um, either or, you have a demon possessed, alien infested flesh suit. That's not normal. Mm-mm. You don't drive a bunch of kids from school and go, "Hey, are you ready to die?" and then crash them into a tree and kill five of them. That's right. That's not something that happens uh, normally, regardless of racial hate or anything. That's just not something that happens. Mm-mm. Trying to make sense out of it, you can't. It's aliens. Yep. And love comes walking in, right, and pulls the string. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Contact is all it takes. Ugh. Wow. I know. I can never. I can't hear that song again. Mm-mm. No way. Good. My goodness. I wonder what the rest of the album's about now. <laughs> anyway. That's a good study. Yeah. Okay. Catholicism is irrelevant. That's right. It's a, it's a goofy religion. It's pagan. It worships Lucifer at its core. That's right. It pretends it's Christian, or it did. It never was, never has been. Catholicism is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. It's not neither Christian, nor is it godly. The popes, um, any of the popes, never were. That's just the way it is. It's just a fact. Mm-hmm. Catholic churches... Cinder app. Everybody knows what <laughs> Grinder and uh, you know all those date amps are. <laughs> They're calling this their nickname. It Cinder, as in sin, S I N D R. Cinder app for those with an urgent confession. I thought this was a joke at first. I thought it was a hoax, but it's but not. It's not. It's not. It's from the Telegraph. Uh, it's not a hoax. This is true, folks. Sad. Okay, so we're gonna talk about a um, irrelevant. Catholic organization that worships Lucifer. So you know there's aliens. Uh, in fact, they're looking for aliens in the sky. Well, yeah. yeah. Isn't there a telescope, telescope there. named Lucifer, Lucifer or something? Yeah. yeah, they don't hide it. They don't hide it. Uh, they say that confession is good for the soul. And in some cases, perhaps the sooner the better. For those with a burning need to unburden themselves... One Roman Catholic archdiocese has launched what it thought to be the world's first interactive GPS-powered confession finder. (laughs) It's no joke. Using similar technology to the dating hookup app Tinder, it guides the penitent from their current location within the archdiocese of St. Andrews in Edinburgh to the nearest church offering confession or celebrating mass. So I guess after you get done using Tinder or the homosexual grinder mm-hmm. and you then you feel bad, you can find a church holding mass or confession, go there, confess it. Then, then you're, you're all right. Then you're good to go. Then you can go and have sex with more aliens mm-hmm. because love comes walking in, pulls the string. There you have it. <sighs> Developed by the Archdiocese of the Technology Company, Musementic. Musementic. What's a muse, folks? It's a little imp. Mm-hmm. The new service available on iPhone and tablet devices is officially named the Catholic app, but looks certain to be nicknamed Cinder. 
It was officially launched on Tuesday in front of the dome of St. Peter Basilica in Rome amid the skirl of the Scottish bagpipes. Oh my goodness. This is a little bit of smart technology that could make a big impact on how the Catholic Church brings the mercy of God and the joy of the gospel to our contemporary world. I don't see any of that. Nope. I just see stupidity. He also added, websites are losing popularity. This is the founder of Muse Mantech said this. Websites are losing popularity. What is needed to engage with the mobile generation, that's the stupid generation, by the way, Mm -hmm. is an app that is smart and personal, an app that is like a companion, a friend that takes the initiative to inspire you. That's the vision behind the Catholic app. Wow. Really? You're saying a lot of stuff for something that just basically Uh. tells you where a church is at. And uh, they can they can do a phony confession, and you can give them money. Wow! <sighs> My goodness, what else do I got going on here? I think that's it, Jerry. Let me see what I got going on here. I have. Well, I don't know if it'll come up or not. I think it will. There's this uh, Texas community. And they're rich. They're rich people. It reminds me of that, that oh, scripture in yeah. James, you know, howl ye rich. Mm-hmm. And they're going underground for doomsday. Mm-hmm. See, they're looking for doomsday. But here's what's amazing. I wish I can show this to you guys on the radio. You can either type in Trident Lakes, Texas, and find their logo. Or you can go to our Facebook page, Fifth Hook Media Facebook. And I posted this on November 13. November 13 is when I posted this. So you really need to see this logo. It's called Trident Lakes. It's a community the rich people are building. But the logo, it's a number one, it's a it's a circle. So you have your big, you know, circle or a borrow circle. In the middle is a trident, a three-pronged trident, mm-hmm. you know, like Poseidon's trident or oh, Lucifer's pitchfork, right? Right. Miss um, Kapow noticed that it does have an alien face, you know, like the alien gray face. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at the at the black rather than the gold, you could see the the large eyes and the alien nose. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it also looks like in the middle you have a vagina with a penis going straight up, an erect sure. penis mm-hmm. uh, that's like an arrow. And then you have the two waves in the bottom, like the lake. So. It's clearly, it's clearly an occultic, satanic symbol called Trident Lakes, which I think is ironic because they're all going to the Lake of Fire. You are, in fact, going to Trident Lakes. Yep. You're going to the Lake of Fire. Mm-hmm. But this is what they chose for their uh, logo, being uh, rich alien knuckleheads. So this is from Dallas. Uh, here's what the report says. Some super upper income Texans are headed down below, not in Australia, but below the surface. An investor group is planning for a doomsday scenario by building a $300 million luxury community replete with underground homes. Mm. There will also be um, airlock blast doors designed for people worried about a dirty bomb or other disaster. There's going to be off-grid energy and water production. And the development is called Trident Lakes. Mm -hmm. It's northeast of Dallas. This logo is unbelievable. 
Trident Lakes. Mm-hmm. Why in the world would you name something Trident Lakes and mm-hmm. have a logo like that? Totally Luciferian. Because mm-hmm. um, that's the god Poseidon, Neptune. Yes. Yeah, they all have that trident. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you have your, your, you know, your proverbial devil with the pitchfork. Yeah. Trident. Mm-hmm. Residents will enjoy an equestrian center. So underground, you're going to have horses. <laughs> That's going to smell nice. Yeah. See how rich people, see how goofy this is? Mm-hmm. When I say rich, I'm talking, you know, that, that, that Illuminati rich, mm-hmm. you know, that, uh, that Kabbalistic banker rich. It's going to have horses, equestrian center. It's going to have an 18 hole golf course. Polo fields, zip lines, because you gotta you gotta be able to zip around, and a and gun ranges. You know, so I don't know what they're gonna do with all the lead and who knows. Anyway, also gonna have retail shops. Can you imagine that you're underground at Trident Lakes and you have a retail shops? Mm-hmm. Man, man, restaurants, a row of helipads, so you can go come and go. For those looking to get away, they'll also be able to enjoy three white sand beaches and a neighborhood spa. Here's what they say. We've evolved it into long-term sustainability. Remember that word, sustainability, instead of a survival community. Trident Lake CEO Jim O'Connor told the Houston Chronicle. I wonder what he's about, Jim O'Connor. You think he's a Satanist? Mm -hmm. Adding that the 400 planned condos will house about 1,600 people. The concept is to build a community that will last two centuries or longer. That means we're looking at designs that include earth structures that won't be exposed to the elements. And they'll be able to move in as soon as 2018, he said. They'll begin next year. It's not just a hole in the ground to hide in. It's going to be one of the most plush resorts in all of Texas. Trident Lakes uh, spokes hole told uh, the Sherman Herald Democrat. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. People are getting fearful of this world. There's ISIS. There's things like Zika. Race relations. Oh, let's get away from all those 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 other people. And the police brutality they see on TV. People are nervous. People want a place they can have safety for themselves and for the future of their families. If it need be, it's going to be one of the safest places on earth. We're going to go underground, try it in lakes, burn in the lake of fire, and you can't stop us. Uh, it's well, a place of assurance of life. It is. Wasn't it what Jesus said? That if you come to Jesus, he gives you life, you know. Yeah, more abundantly. Abundantly. Yeah. And then the, the liar and the murderer says, oh, you won't die. You won't mm-hmm. die. And so these guys are saying, no, you won't die. You just, just come underground. Ridiculous. Stupid. Okay. No more alien infested rock talk for today. Let's... Uh, Get out of here. Let's get out of here. All right, team. So we shall say, ciao, baby.